Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Are you looking to learn hand lettering or pick up a new stress relieving hobby? I am so excited to announce my ultimate guide to hand lettering bundle is here. This bundle includes my beginner's hand lettering workbook and all 12 of my monthly hand lettering practice worksheets. Throughout my beginner's hand lettering workbook, I walk you through exactly how to write every single letter, uppercase and lowercase, how to develop your own signature style, and the exact secret techniques I used when teaching myself hand lettering. This bundle includes over 125 practice words that can be printed over and over again. And as I always say, practice makes perfect when it comes to hand lettering. This bundle is marked down 50% from retail price, so be sure to snag yours today. I cannot wait to see you master your lettering skills. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Fowler, and today we are going to be chatting all about hustle culture. This has been a topic I've wanted to talk about for a while on the podcast, and I've talked about it with my assistants, with fellow small business owners, business owners in my industry. I feel like it's talked about pretty often amongst the people I know in this industry and I figured it was time to sit down and talk about it on the podcast. Now today I'm going to be chatting through just basically hustle culture as a whole and different approaches you can take to overcome it because I am not a believer in hustle culture. I think that it's something we see glorified on social media, glorified through just work as we know it, whether you're a small business owner or not, whether you work a corporate job or whatever. I feel like it's something that is just instilled in us from a young age that this culture of just working absolutely nonstop is the norm, which isn't healthy, especially for small business owners, especially if you're running your business full time. There needs to be a balance. So today, I really want to talk through five different approaches that you can take to overcoming household culture while still remaining successful in your business. Because obviously, there is a balance. Hard work does go hand in hand with being successful. You really can't be successful or build your business to a point where it is successful without putting in hard work. There's no backwards way around that, but there is a difference between working hard and working productive versus working just to work and putting in endless hours just to feel like we've accomplished something or feel like we're working hard. When in reality, we can probably still achieve the goals and work that we want to while still working hard under different time constraints, if that makes sense. So I am a huge proponent for working hard for your business, putting the time in, really devoting to the areas that need work in your business and pouring your heart and soul and everything you have into it. But I also know that burnout is real. (laughs) 
I've seen it amongst myself, so many other fellow small business owners, and it really, really is so damaging to you personally, can be damaging to your business. And it's so important to set up some parameters, especially if you're entering into the world of taking your business full time and kind of beginning to look at a schedule for yourself and things along those lines. We need to be really honest with ourselves of how we're using our time, how we're spending our time, and the effect that this hustle culture has on our mentality and the pressure it puts on us to maintain running a small business in a way that we may look at others running their small businesses. Now, don't get me wrong. I commend people who put in long hours and are continuously working on their business. You may be listening to this and thinking like, well, you work a lot on your business. This isn't really like making sense. I think we all go through seasons definitely in our business where we're much busier than other times. You know, if you're in the wedding season, obviously you're going to be very, very busy during wedding season versus non-wedding season. When it's Christmas season and you are a retail-based business, yes, you're going to be putting in many more hours during that season than maybe other months. But even during those crazy busy seasons, at least for me, I've certainly set up areas within my business of how to reel it in and bring it to a point where it is still manageable. I'm not just working like crazy because I feel like I need to work like crazy and running myself into the ground as I see a lot of people doing around me. And again, these are just things that I have picked up surrounding this hustle culture. So I'm not here to say that one way of approaching things is better than the next. But let's get into the five different approaches I do have If you're looking to overcome this hustle culture while still remaining successful in your business. So first and foremost is to set realistic goals. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast in all different aspects and areas of small business. But in this instance, this is really going to help us gain a little bit more control over our business and our schedule. So realistic goals can look different for everyone. You know, these could be monetary goals. These could be quantitative goals, like how many orders you want to receive a month or how many bookings you want to book for a month or a season. This could be different business projects that you have going on that you want to complete, you know, anything along those lines. It doesn't have to just be monetary goals. It can be different initiatives you have going on in your business, whatever the case may be, but set realistic goals for yourself of what you want to achieve. Because I find that when we don't have expectations set up for ourselves in our business, we just keep working and working and working and working and working towards something that may not even be where we want to head for the direction of our business. But again, since we're kind of engulfed in this hustle culture of keep working, keep cranking out orders, keep doing this, keep doing that, we never really take a step back to think, why am I doing this? Why am I working until 11 o'clock or midnight when I don't have a plan for where I am headed? I think setting goals like this is very helpful to be able to take a step back at the end of the day and look at, okay, 
I accomplished X, Y, and Z, which is leading me to attaining this or that goal. And I feel comfortable stopping for the day and picking back up for tomorrow. It just gives us more of a track to follow and feeling like we're working more productively because we are, because every single day we're working towards achieving whatever goal we have in mind. Again, whether it's monetary, whether it's quantitative, whether it's working towards a new launch or a business project, just knowing that you're on track for something that you've set up in your own business allows you to have a little bit more control over your schedule and really it does allow you to feel more productive at the end of the day instead of just working yourself into the ground over and over again because that's what you feel like you just have to do. So that is definitely my first and biggest tip. I think that approaching your business in this way really, really helps to reframe your mindset. I talked about this not too long ago in episode 80, where I talked through that whole entire metaphor of filling your cup and how everyone's cup is different. And it really relates back to this topic as well. Because just because you see someone else on social media, you know, engulfed in this hustle culture and working, 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 doesn't mean that you have to have the same approach as them. Your approach to your business could be completely and totally different. And honestly, you could be achieving just as much, if not more, than that person who's working round the clock is because you've set up strategic goals and a track in your business for how you want to be productive. And we'll talk about comparing more a little bit later into this episode. But start small with setting some goals for yourself and just experiment to see how setting different attainable goals can help you to balance your work schedule. Now, the second tip I have to overcoming hustle culture is to set up strategic systems in your business. And this is also something that I talk about pretty frequently because setting up systems and automations and just all different things in your business that are going to save you time are just invaluable. Again, a lot of times when we are working tirelessly and endlessly on our business in the days that we feel like we've worked and worked and worked and worked but not really accomplished anything, we need to take a step back and say, okay, you know, what did I do today? What's going on in my business? Are there any systems or any processes that can be simplified? You know, can I learn maybe a new software that I can implement into my business for sending invoices so that I'm not emailing customers or emailing clients all the time, requesting payment and running to the bank and depositing checks? Or is there a system in my business for better management of my clients and all of the different factors that go into client management? Is there a system that I can set up on my back end? Because you guys know how much I love just (laughs) self-made systems with Google Drive and everything like that. Is there an Excel sheet that I can set up to keep better track of X, Y, and Z to save me time here or time there? Yes, it's going to take a little bit of time and thinking to really get these systems down and figure out what works best for your business, but start experimenting with where you can set up some systems within your business to better process all of your workflows. So just as an overview, take a look at what you have going on day to day, week to week, 
month to month? What does your business process look like? No matter what business you're running, whether it's a client-facing business like photography or something along those lines, or whether it's a product-facing business like e-commerce on your own website, whatever the case may be, there are going to be different repetitive tasks that you do over and over again, whether it comes to the client management perspective or the product chain, whatever the case may be. I know that there are at least a few different things within your business that are recurring and you will be able to save so much time by setting up some systems on the back end to be a little bit more efficient in those areas. Once you get some systems up and running and some organization on the back end, if you want to listen to all of my business organization and systems, I recorded an episode back on episode number 76, chatting in depth through all of my business organization and systems if you're kind of lost for even where to begin. But once you get some of these set up, it is really just going to help with that overall organization and having a clearer perspective going into every day. So you don't feel like you're running yourself into the ground, not knowing, you know, what end is up, what you've got and accomplished for the day. It really, really does help. So again, similar to the first point we talked through, at the end of the day, you can feel productive and accomplished ending your workday at four, ending your workday at five or at three, you know, whenever you want to end it, once you've completed what you know you needed to complete to move your business forward. I think a lot of this is just having the awareness of what you're actually doing in your business to push your business towards the direction of where you see it. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm all for hard work You know, there are times, certainly in our business, where we need to put in those long hours. But there's a difference between working really hard on your business and putting in those long hours for something that is going to be pushing your business towards the future that you see for your business versus just constantly working tirelessly long hours because we feel like we need to because of the hustle culture that we're surrounded with, with no clear vision of what we're even working towards, why we're even working so hard. We're just working because we feel like we need to work. That's where the difference comes into play. The third tip for overcoming hustle culture while remaining successful is to hire. So at some point, you probably are going to get to a point in your business where you think to yourself, okay, I set up these realistic goals, you know, I've got that all down and good and know what I'm working towards. I've set up all my systems, great, but I'm still working so much. Like there is still so much to be done. I feel like I just am constantly working. Like it's not that I'm perpetuating this hustle culture. Like I literally just have to work so much to just get the things done. And believe me, I have been there and I know how it feels to feel like you're buried underneath your business and you just have created something wonderful, but it's kind of taken on a life of its own. (laughs) Because uh, when we get into small business, a lot of times we just don't realize everything that goes into it. Like There's just so many things on the back end that just come up along the way. So this is where hiring comes into play. And I seriously do not know where I would be without my assistants that I have. They have helped me in so many different areas of my business and have really, really helped me to move my business towards the direction that I've envisioned. 
Now, hiring is not easy. It can certainly take lots of trial and error, but when you are able to hire someone to take on tasks in your business, it is wild how much time it truly opens up, not just for you to work on other areas of your business, but for you to also be able to begin to build more of a balance between your business and your life. If you are just starting to think about hiring and not really sure where to start, start thinking about different areas in your business that you handle, but that you aren't the only one who could handle them. So for instance, in my business, really the only area that I wouldn't be able to hire out is my hand lettering, like me actually lettering on the signs that I write on, which if you're listening to this on the other side, you may think like, oh, well, that's your whole business, isn't it? Because I always get asked by family and friends like, oh, would you ever like train someone to letter for you or anything along those lines? And I always laugh because I'm like, the writing is the least part of my business. It takes up the absolute least time. It's everything else now that comes along with my business, which thankfully I'm not the only one in the world who can do. It just takes a little bit of time to kind of define those roles. I remember when I was first looking for my first virtual assistant, I truly like just didn't even know where to start. I had an assistant in-house who helped me with packaging, wood prep, and things along those lines, which opened up so much more time and space for me to work on different areas of my business to really push my business in the direction I wanted it to go. But I knew, again, I got to another point where I knew I needed help, but I truly like didn't know what I needed help with. And I know it sounds silly, but like I couldn't even come up with like one task that I could say, oh, I need to hire someone for X, Y, and Z. So if you're listening and you're in that position of like, I know I need help, but literally I have no idea like what I would have someone help with. I just know I need help. I know this probably isn't the best advice, but I would recommend just hiring someone. Bringing someone on for a few hours a week, it doesn't even need to be something as drastic as part-time or anything like that. There are so many virtual assistants. I will leave the information for my my assistant in the show notes. I do see her in person. She is local to Rhode Island, but she does do virtual assistant work as well. So if you're in the market for a virtual assistant, I will leave her information linked down below. She is absolutely wonderful. I could go on and on and on about all of my assistants. But in any case, I would recommend reaching out to a virtual assistant, either someone who was referred by you. You can post in small business Facebook groups, see if you can get any referrals and just sitting down and chatting with them, explaining to them the different systems that you have in your business, just what you do and see if you can start working together. Because if there's one thing I've learned about working with my assistants is that their roles have kind of developed and changed as I've realized what is helpful for me to have them take on. And it's taken a little bit of time to get to that point. You know, I didn't go in with saying like, okay, I know all of these roles that I need an assistant for. It was kind of like a learning as I went experience. And after even like a month, I was like, they're doing so much for me now that I can't imagine what life was like before I had an assistant. Now I know all of these tasks that they've taken off my plate that I didn't even realize were on my plate to begin with. So I know it can be very scary to start to think about hiring out, but I highly, highly recommend looking into it if you are in this position right now of 
feeling like you've hit your limit with what you can do productively in your business and looking to open up some areas of time either to focus on other things for your your business or to focus on your life and focus on yourself and not be working crazy hours that you may be working. My other assistant, just because I have to plug her as well, she is not a virtual assistant, but she is an incredible incredible graphic designer. She designed my entire website for the podcast, has designed so many podcast graphics for me. She is seriously so, so, so talented. So I will also leave her graphic design information down below. If you are in need of a graphic designer, I highly recommend her. So Jordan and Georgia, I love you both. (laughs) Needed to give you guys just a little shout out. The fourth tip I have to overcoming hustle culture is to stick to a schedule. And again, this is much easier said than done, but there are only so many hours in the day. And 99% of the time, our to-do list probably exceeds the number of hours in the day. So starting off the day just, again, setting realistic goals for yourself of, okay, what do I know I can get accomplished today? And don't overdo it, you know realistically set yourself up for what you know you need to get done in a day and stick to a schedule, whether it's an hourly schedule of, you know, I'm going to work from nine to five or whether it's a task-based schedule of once I get this task or goal done off my to-do list, the day is done for me. Something along those lines to keep you on track and to prevent burnout. I go through seasons where it's like, gosh, I could work from the second I get up to the second I go to bed. There's always something to do. And while yes, sometimes during very busy seasons, we have stricter deadlines and we actually need to get more things done in a shorter amount of time. That's certainly true. But for the most part, It's really not benefiting anyone if you are constantly, constantly working from the second you get up to the second you go to bed, just like a revolving door. This goes along with the first two points that we chatted through. If you have realistic goals set for your business paired with some strategic systems in place, you should not need to be working all hours of the day, all the time on your business. And it's okay. Like you don't need to feel guilty. I went through this a lot. You don't need to feel guilty about closing your computer at five and picking up the next day. Like it's okay. We do not need to be on 24 seven. And even just coming to terms with that can really, really help your overall mentality when it comes to approaching your business. Now, if you typically don't stick to a schedule at all, Try it out for, let's say, like the second half of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or even just Thursday, Friday. Set some parameters for yourself. Set, you know, a little bit of an hourly schedule with some tasks in mind and see how you feel after those couple of days. See if you feel productive. See if you feel like you've gotten a good amount accomplished and take it from there. Doesn't need to be this entire new approach and this whole undertaking. Like, just start one day at a time. You know, maybe it's one day a week that you set a schedule for yourself, or maybe it's two days a week. And slowly but surely, see if it has an effect on your productivity in your business and your overall mental state, because I guarantee you that it will. Now, the fifth and final tip I have for overcoming hustle culture while still remaining successful is to stop 
comparing, especially through social media. I've mentioned this here and there throughout this episode, but this is where that imposter syndrome and the comparison really, really sets in because when we're on social media, I'm sure we're following this small business and that small business. And I'm sure when all of these small businesses are posting, they're posting about this new project they're working on and this new launch and that new launch. And we immediately start to feel like, oh, well, shoot, should I be doing this? Should I be working on this? Should I be working harder? You know, and all of these thoughts start to creep into our head. And maybe we follow a lot of people who work really hard, you know, (laughs) maybe they're working from morning to night and we start to think like, oh gosh, well, I'm closing my computer at five. Like, should I be working all night too? Like, is that what's going to push my business further and forward? Like, am I not working hard enough on my business? And it goes back to one, literally every single person is different. You know, the person you could be comparing yourself to, they could be in the height of their absolute busiest season ever. And they need to put in those hours to simply get through what they have on their plate. Or you could be comparing yourself to the person who is working crazy busy hours, but really isn't getting anything productive done. There's really nothing good that can come from comparison because every single person has a different story. Every single person has a different business. And what someone else is doing really has no effect on your success as a business owner or the things that you should be worrying about or thinking about for your business. Especially if you are maybe coming out of the corporate world into the small business world, that can even be a comparison of its own. I know we're talking about social media, but I know that I went through this leaving my corporate job and starting my small business. It was like, well, I need to basically work myself into the ground for my small business because that's the type of culture and work ethic that I came from in accounting because in accounting you work like a crazy person so many hours and that's just like the norm and hustle culture is very much perpetuated. Like I could record an entire episode on that. I'm sure anyone who works a corporate job can certainly relate. But even just making that leap of being able to shift my mindset from like, it's okay if I don't work on my business 24-7. Like, It's difficult to train our brain to think differently when a type of work ethic has been instilled in us for however many years. But just keep that in the back of your mind that hustling does not equal productivity and working around the clock does not equal moving your business forward. The two are not synonymous (laughs) at all. So I really hope that these five tips can help you just change the mindset that you have around your business. I know this has helped me so much and I love being a small business owner. I mean, I think anyone who is a small business owner loves it, but I really do feel like I'm at the point in my business now where I have full control over my business. I feel confident in how much work I put into my business. I don't feel guilty when I'm off every weekend spending time with my family because I know the goals that I'm working towards for my business when I am working. So today I will be writing down in my figurative detailed diary, hustle culture should not be something that is glorified or put on a pedestal of success. There are many different paths and routes to success, 
And hard work can come in all different shapes and sizes. We need to take a step back to be a little bit more mindful about what we're doing with our time and how we're putting in the hard work to get us to the point of where we want to be for our business. We don't need to be pressured by hustle culture. We just need to focus on ourselves, focus on our own businesses, and what's going to bring us fulfillment. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode, and I will chat with you all next week for an exciting guest interview. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there, and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.